What is up, guys? Welcome back to First Class Football. I'm here, as always, with Trey and Dylan. What's up, guys? Hello. Yeah, so um, we didn't have pods last week. It was busy for all of us, but we are back. Um, This episode is going to be pretty brief. We're going to kind of just break down the weekend and um, just break down what we saw out of... uh, a lot of the players' performances. So where do you guys want to start? What player are you guys thinking? This week, I've kind of... I've Who scared me, at least, is kind of Josh Allen. We talked about it before. He totally not, don't want me to talk about it, but he's generally has not looked good at all, passing-wise, at least. Both offenses have been kind of scary. And so I don't, I don't know. Something, something looks really off about him, throwing-wise. Yeah. Um, he's definitely been underwhelming. It's not that I don't want to talk about him. It's more of a perspective that I think that it's pretty safe to say he's going to bounce back. I mean, he has to in order for this team uh, to continue um, and obviously be a playoff team. So I think he bounces back um, and they kind of figure things out going forward. Dylan, you have anything to say about him? No, I think he'll be just fine. I mean, his fantasy numbers have been, like, awful. I mean, he hasn't, like, busted, really. I mean, 16 both times isn't terrible, but he's going to break out. Those touchdowns are going to start piling in. And this Bills team, honestly, I think is going to be better than I originally thought this year because that defense looks really, really, really good. So once that offense starts figuring it back out again because – They had dead weeks last year where they just were in the middle of the season. They were kind of shaky, so I think they'll figure it out. I mean, McDermott's too good of a coach. Allen's too good of a quarterback, and they have too many weapons to struggle like this passing the football. Okay, yeah, let's jump to – let's kind of go division by division. I think that's the easiest. Uh, There's really nobody else on the Bills. I think there's to talk about, obviously. Uh, Singletary's actually been looking good. He has been looking good. I think that he's safe for flex play probably going forward. Um, I wouldn't bet on anything better than that just because I know there's probably going to be some games where he's not very um, active within the game. Um, But let's jump over to the Jets, obviously. Um Wilson just had a terrible game. I mean, I think he threw four interceptions. One was not his fault, though. He still threw four interceptions, though. And from – obviously, people aren't starting him in general in fantasy, though. But, I mean, that that's just a dreadful game. I hope hope he's not a bust. Um, I think it's way, way, way too early to tell that. But I think that – I think that he can bounce back. But another thing I monitor with that team another thing to monitor with that team is the fact that uh that running back core is just very, very iffy on a week to week basis. I'm not really sure if you can trust any guys going forward. Um do you guys have any perspective on that? Yeah, it's I think the Jets run game game has been bad the past like three years, four years. Kind of been Every year, like one of these guys might have to break out, especially Lev Bell, and it just never happened. So it's kind of just one of those things you kind of just have to stay away from. Yeah, Corey Davis had a dud as well. Um, but I mean, it's one of those games where I think that 
it probably could have been called beforehand considering they played the pads, and that's typically what the pads do to the receiver one on most teams. So wouldn't be too worried about that. Um, Dylan, anything to say about the Jets? Yeah, I was going to say that about Davis. I don't think there's anything to worry about. I mean, Pat Patriots for years have terrorized young rookie QBs in there, so I think he'll be Davis will be just fine. I think I don't think Wilson's gonna be a bust. I I see a lot of talent there, and it's just he just had a rough second week. I thought he looked good the first week, but this week he was just constantly under pressure and trying to force too many plays, which I think he'll not do that so much and let the game come to him more when he's not under that much pressure against a team like that. And their defense couldn't really get any consistent stops. So I think, I think Davis will be legit this year though. He's going to get, he's going to get hyper targeted for sure and find the end zone plenty of times. Okay. Uh, moving on to the Patriots. Uh, we'll keep it short with them as well. Um, Matt Jones kind of looks like a, field general he just kind of controls the game um they didn't throw very much in this game obviously because they were playing the Jets they kind of got the run game started um I think it's safe to say you can pick up James Robin or not James Robinson uh but James in um James White in most formats now I would say definitely full point PPR and half point I think it's a target to get off the waiver wire and then standard uh, Honestly, I'd probably still grab him just because they are looking like they're using him on the goal line, and he's getting a lot of work out of the backfield. So, I mean, I think he's a decent flex play moving forward, at least from my perspective. Yeah, I think he could be kind of depends on all on the matchup and stuff, but he's definitely doing a lot better than I thought he would. Especially kind of had a rough year last year. But he looks like he's looking like him old self again, so I think he could be a really good uh, pickup on the waiver wire. Oh yeah, totally. I think it just, I think it just has a lot to do with Jones and the, he fits the offense they like to run better with just getting the ball out quick to an open space and let the guy playmakers get the job done and pounding the rock. So this team looks very similar to what it looked like on with Brady, and I think they're gonna be a good team this year and win some ball games and be in a lot of close games. So. Yeah, uh, and Mac Jones has, look, I think his arm is better than I originally thought it was, too. So I think he's going to be just fine and might take that team to the playoffs. Never know. Love Damian Harris, too. Yeah. Um, I don't, I think from the two weeks we've seen, um, I think we can't really break down this receiving core yet just because of kind of how the match ups have gone um obviously both of their main receivers looked decent in the first game and then last week again they were kind of just pounding the rock so i think they got some harder competition coming up so i think we'll kind of see more of that so let's move on to the dolphins obviously two is possibly out with a rib injury um Bursette looked really really bad they put up a zero on the scoreboard um which is pretty hard to do in the nfl so in terms of moving forward, if Tua doesn't play, uh, what are your concerns with this team? Uh, are you playing any of the passing uh, 
or any of the receivers? Are you playing Gasecki? Are you playing Gaskin? Can can you really trust anybody in this offense? I think you kind of just have to wait, to be honest, because Gaskin only had five five attempts, and that obviously won't give you any fantasy value at all. I think only only guy right now with two is out is a Gaskin, and you just better hope that defense plays good and doesn't give up a big lead because if that's the case again, like they're gonna be passing a lot like they did, and Gaskin's gonna get no touches. So basically, it's only Gaskin. That's like only as a flex play, and like at least in my opinion. Yeah, I'm it, as long as Brissett's under the center. I mean, he looked terrible, and as long as he's under center, I don't know if you can necessarily trust anybody in this offense. Um, I think Gaskin is probably the safest, but I mean, the offense just could not move the ball. Um, obviously they're playing the bills, but still, um, it's a little concerning. I think Tua comes back, um, sooner than later. I think he does probably miss this week, but luckily it wasn't any, uh, bone damage. It looks like it's just soreness in the ribs. But, I mean, they're not going to risk bringing him back if there's any chance of him uh, re-injured or getting re-injured. So, um, I think if you can, I just don't think you really play anybody. They're playing the, the Raiders, which have been a sneaky good defense um, this season. So, yeah, I don't, think it's, I don't think it's a terrible matchup for them, but I don't think it's a great one. And, yeah, I, don't, I, I think... I think if you have to, you can play Gaskin. But other than that, pass catchers, we don't know who Brissett is going to lock to, and I feel like it's one of those games where one of them could probably have a decent game. But we have to also keep in mind, Fuller's probably back. He was gone for a week due to uh, personal issues. So, um, yeah, he he probably locks on to Waddle, Fuller, or Parker, but we – it's going to be hard to tell who. I mean, if I had to play any of them, I'd probably play... It's so tough, but probably Waddle. Um, and then Gaskin, obviously, if you have to. I'm not playing Gasecki though. So he's looked very, very bad the last two games. So, are we good with the Dolphins? Yeah, I was going to say, I think Gaskin's going to be just fine. They, yeah, he's just not going to get the ball if they're down three scores in the first half. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the Chiefs. Um, not a lot to cover with them. Um, I think it's safe to not talk about Mahomes, Kelsey. Um, Hill had a bad game, but that's going to happen with a player like him. He's very, very boom heavy, so he's going to have these games where they're stinkers. Um, it wasn't a great matchup for him to begin with, um, but you continue to play him without any questions. The only guy that obviously has shown some red flags is uh, Clyde. He has not looked good back-to-back games. Um, very inefficient runner. And a way I've heard of it being broken down is the fact that uh, Clyde... The, the Chiefs don't need Clyde in order to be a great team. And usually with a running back, um, of his, his pedigree being drafted, obviously, with high draft capital, obvi- usually a team that seeks that needs that player in order to succeed. So like your Derrick Henry's, your Elliot's, which obviously they're showing Pollard's good now too, but um, your Cooks, all of the elite running backs are on teams that need them. And I think we're starting to see the Chiefs don't really need Clyde. Um, I think he definitely gets better, but 
how safe do you guys like? Do you guys feel like he's gonna bounce back? He's gonna be a good option for fantasy teams, or is he kind of one of these players we have to start considering? You have to look for the plus matchups in order to play him, like more of like a plug-in guy if you have to, not a weekly starter. Obviously, he has the draft capital to where most teams have to start him, but do you guys think he's that player, or are we kind of realizing the true player he is? I'm I'm just not really sure with him yet. Like I thought he was going to have that bounce-back year, running backs with Andy Reid just – have great years. I mean, didn't Hun have a great year with, or that was the year with Mahomes, right? Or was that the year before Mahomes when he balled out? Uh, I thought I, he had a good year with Mahomes too. Well, it's not even that. It's the fact that if you look at Hunt's numbers, he didn't necessarily get the ball that much either. But Hunt's takes advantage of his. Hunt's touches. a very big play guy. Like he he's going to have his big plays. Clyde just isn't really that type of player where. And I guess this should have been um, this should have been easy to tell early in the draft and whatnot because last season, like Clyde showed all the factors of not really being that that guy. That's why he had four touchdowns. I mean, he just doesn't make very big plays. Um, I mean, I think that they need to get him. Or I think that they need to get him going, though. I mean, there's no need for them, or there's no reason for them not to give him 15 touches on the ground and then try to get him, like, five receptions a game or something. Like, if they did that, I feel like they would be a lot less predictable considering all those targets going to Kelsey. If they just dish some to Clyde, he He just might not be the right back for their offense. I mean, I I thought he would be actually a great fit being the guy that can really pound up the middle and they'd have other pass He hasn't shown that either, though. But it's it's just not showing. I mean – you see, like you see the type of player. I mean, he doesn't catch the ball like Hunt. And he doesn't run the ball as well as Hunt did either. Hunt was. If this team drafted Swift, I think Swift's the or, perfect. What about fit Taylor? Now. I think Swift does better in this offense than Taylor. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, just because Swift is very, very good out of the pass or out of the backfield in terms of the passing game, and then he's a very, very solid runner as well. I think Taylor's a better runner, but um, just in terms of Swift skill sets. Imagine if he was how, – how elusive Swift is and how big play potentially is. If he was in this offense, I think it would be crazy. I think – yeah, I mean, I'm starting to get very, very nervous with Clyde. Um, Going to start him no matter what. I think that you have to, and I think that he's definitely going to have his games where he has boom games, but monitor expectations in my opinion. So what about – He's going to have to start finding the end zone. Trey, what about you? Well, you basically summed it up like one of my leagues last week. I already sat Clyde and based on matchup. He's going to be that guy all year, in my opinion. And it's like you want to play him because he's like your third or even late second round pick. But at the same time, you can't just force it and just hope he goes off one week and just and he doesn't. So I think you kind of have to be smart about it. Don't I say play him this week against the Chargers. They show they have a weak run, def- run defense. So I say play him this week. If he does bad again, just has to be a matchup thing or try to trade him away. All right, let's jump to the Chargers. Um, Herbert has had a rough start. Other than that, I think all of their other key players, I mean, you're playing. Williams is having a great year, had a great week. He's number five ranked receiver right now. He's ahead of Keenan Allen. Yeah, so I think that all their skill guys 
main name guys you're playing. Eckler had a great week last week. Um, I think Herbert's going to be fine with him. I mean, he has had tough luck. Um, obviously, he hasn't really found the end zone, but, I mean, I think that's going to change moving forward. Yeah, same with people. Once Keenan Allen starts getting those touchdowns, he's going to be an easy top five receiver at this rate. Yeah. Back-to-back 100-yard games that against, like, not terrible defenses, too. So, right. I think Keenan Allen is definitely might be stealing the third round. Honestly, top five in Mike, my opinion. Mike Williams might be a steal. In the both, I have them both in one league, and I'm going to be playing both of them from here on out, which yeah. is crazy to do, but. I mean, yeah, but. Not the way they're to. playing, yeah. Uh, shout out to me stealing them in the third round there. Um, yeah, it's. The, off, the offense is going to explode. They're going to start scoring points. They're getting plenty of yards. I mean, Eckler had a, a great game, and he didn't find the end zone. Once they start finding the end zone, this offense is going to be really good and super fantasy relevant. And even even Cook's going to start getting more fantasy relevance once they start finding the end zone because he's going to be a great red zone threat for them. So they just need to get have have better play calling in the red zone because they're getting there just fine. They're just haven't been able to convert for some reason, which is odd to me. But they they'll bounce back. I think their offense is kind of like playing how the bills are right now they're just kind of out of sync when it really counts all right we do have to speed up so let's go through the raiders really quick um Derek carr i think that he is your qb2 in most leagues um on your bench i think that if you have him there you feel very very good um and if you're a guy that has Tannehill and cars on your waivers go pick up car Put Tannehill on your bench. Put Carr in until Tannehill proves himself. Um, he's throwing the ball so much that he, I think that he's going to have great fantasy relevance. Um, obviously, until Josh Jacobs comes back and defenses start predicting or knowing what they're going to do a little bit more. I mean, even with Jacobs, they're not going to start stop throwing the ball unless they're facing like a really favorable run matchup because I just don't like their offensive line just not that good so they're they can't really get anything running the ball but their throwing attack is so explosive it's kind of crazy when they only have like one like really legit target but it's kind of crazy how much a, a tight end at that level actually i think elevates an offense more than a receiver actually does if you really think about it sure um waller obviously you're gonna play him week in week out um and then the receivers i mean I think Renfro could be a really good waiver wire pickup. Yeah, I like Renfro. Um, He's as, getting a lot of targets. As so. like your fourth or fifth receiver. Um, Ruggs is just a boom-bust guy. I mean, first week he w- wasn't relevant, and then this last week obviously he had a really, really good game. But he's just one of those guys who's going to do that four or five times a year, and you're just really not going to know when he's going to do it. I mean, who nobody would predict him doing that against the Steelers. So um, anything else on this team? I think that their defense is sneaky this week, playing uh, playing the Dolphins. If Bursette starts, I think you can play their, play their defense. Yeah, their defense has looked good. They keep it up. They could be kind of good, like just fancy pickup, just for base off matchups, you know. All right. Uh, why don't you kick it off for the Broncos? The Broncos have looked a lot better than I think everyone's expected. Yeah, I mean, uh, this looks like a playoff team. Yeah, Jerry Judy out, which obviously sucks. Yeah. Especially for J- Jerry Judy owners. But Corlin Sutton is looks like back to an old, old self. He kind of looked bad in training camp and preseason. 
I guess he's Drew Turner around the past three, four weeks. I think it's wide receiver three now for teams. Yes, hundred percent easy flex play depends on how the league works and stuff. Right. No, Noah Fant has oh, looked well too. Dude, he I think he's the top five tight end now. He's number five right now. Yeah, on I, I think moving mm-hmm. forward, you, you if he's healthy, you got to look at at him as top five. Teddy loves throwing the ball to him, and with Judy out, I mean Fant in my eyes just explodes in value. Oh, 100% him and Sutton both. Yeah. So, uh, running backs, their run game, surprisingly, has looked really, really bad. Um, despite that 70-yard run by M- Melvin Gordon in the first week, um, they looked really, really bad that week. And then he broke off for one of the last plays. Um, and then last week, they just both didn't look very, very good, him and Williams. But, I mean, depending on the matchup, they're both guys that are flex-worthy plays in my eyes. I mean, Mel- Melvin Gordon, I still favor a little bit more just because he is the number one on that team. It has been more 50-50, but he does kind of look like the guys or the guy they go to in, like, crunch time situations. Um, they have a favorable who, – who are they playing this next week? Do we know? I can't remember. I forgot. It, it was a game that – it was a game I, I was looking at, and I think that they're going to win. Oh, they play uh, the Jets. That's who it was, the Jets. They just played the Jags, too. So, yeah, I mean, they the Jets have been surprisingly good um, against the run. Um, or de- at least decent against the run. So, I mean, flex play for probably both of them in that game. So, okay, let's move on to the Browns. Um, obviously, it was a close game there for a bit with Houston until Taylor went down. But uh, run game looks great. Chubb had a re- another pretty good game. Um, Landry went down with the injury. Looks like he's going to be out for a bit. And then Odell looks like he's coming back. I'm probably not starting Odell just because I want to see what the heck that looks like. Um, I think the only person on offense I'm really starting is Chubb. I'm not, I, I like Hunt on the flex play if you have to, but I, I don't know. I'm leaning just Chubb for now and then until I see more. We'll look elsewhere on that team. You don't even like him in PPR leagues as a, like a lock for flex. Uh, for Hunt. Yeah. Well, why don't you read his numbers for the first two games? Um, he had a good week one. Yeah, and then the week two, I don't think he did very well last week. Did he even get that much playing time? <coughs> I think he had like fifty. I think he had like six um, points or something like that. 13 carries for 51. Yeah. That's I average game, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I... He only got one target this time. He had more carries this week, though. He just didn't find the end zone. That was the only thing. They play the Bears. Um, Bears have been pretty good on D. Uh, So I'm probably trying to just sit him this week if I have to. I could see him having a good game, but until we see him be stable... Um, I think that if you can go a different route, I would go a different route. If you can't, play him. And I don't think that he'll burn your team whatsoever. I just think he's kind of capped for what he can do, especially in a matchup with, like, I could see them trying to give Chubb the ball 30 times in this game just to try to control it because that defense is so good. And, again, Landry's going to be out and whatnot. So, okay, why don't we move on to the Steelers? They've been very, very underwhelming. Um, from a fantasy perspective, in my eyes, Deontay's looked good. Um, Claypool, Claypool. I think Claypool has looked good, but 
He's looked good. Roethlisberger has capped them for sure. He's had decent games, but I mean, as long as Ben plays that bad, Deontay's going to be the guy, and Claypool is Claypool has been the third option up to now. I mean, Juju's been decent. Um, it's just one of those scenarios where you're not going to know who to play, Juju or Claypool, um, and Deontay's always the plug-in. Um, obviously, Deontay did get kind of banged up. If Deontay doesn't play, I think Juju has a great week. That's my perspective on that. Um, Najee did not look very good in the second game until he scored that touchdown, and then after that, he actually did look pretty good. Um, people are starting to panic on Najee, but from my perspective, it kind of looks like he's just getting his feet under him. It looks like he's kind of developing into a NFL running back, so I'm not too worried about Najee. Um, that offense has to get better. I mean, they did do this a little bit last year. Big Ben has to get better, so I'm not too worried for Najee. No, yeah, he's. I think he's going to keep getting more work in the pass game too. I mean, he's got nobody in his on the depth chart with him, and they. I mean, they're going to have to keep running the ball more because they're just too predictable. I mean, no matter how good or bad the O line is, they have to run the football because Ben just can't get the ball over the top and tough throws to Claypool, and that they like need that in their offense because he's such a dynamic player. Yeah, it's just how Big Ben just it's like it's like a wall with his offense and Big Ben's and it's just like half the it's like half the plays are just screen passes to receivers. It's just I don't know. It's one of the things like they they have ability to go off, but it's just con what like where and when when these guys will go off. It's kind of how I see it. Yeah, I I totally agree. So okay, um, moving forward, um, to the Ravens. Yeah, we got Ravens. Um, I Dyson's pretty good. Um, he just doesn't get a lot of touches. That's my kind of the number one thing I've seen with him. Um, I think he is going to be the running back one on this team, but I could see games where he doesn't do very much. Just because it seems like he he's getting into the end zone and he's doing great work with the amount of work he's getting, but they've just kind of capped him out. Yeah, but I could I could see him I could see his role expanding here soon. You know, he's still his first few games in NFL career, like actually starting. So I could see him kind of getting a lot better. But Marquise Brown has been doing a lot better than I think everybody's expected. Yeah, like he's been like I haven't seen like anything about him at all. And he's been going off. So I don't know what's he. I think back to back on yardage games. No, no. 16 points and 20 points back-to-back games, and I think that's kind of going under the radar right now. It's because he, he, I mean, he didn't when have, like... Guys, a, wait, when you guys talk, hold the mic straight like this. Um, I think it's just because he didn't have a, uh, a huge pop week. Like, I feel like that's why he's kind of gone under the radar, and, like, there's been guys that were consistent in week one and week two. They didn't get as much credit because they they're just were consistent with it. I don't know. But I think he's starting to actually finally break out into the receiver I thought he was going to be last year, and I kind of I think I gave up on him too quick. But he looks great right now, and it's really dynamic in that offense, and it's helping out a lot of guys like like Andrews and Watkins are getting a lot easier looks uh, because of how fast Brown is and how much he stretches the field, and he's not dropping the ball as much as he used to when he'd get easy-ass looks. Yeah, um, I think that basically sums it up. 
Uh, moving on to the Bengals. Um, Burrow has looked decent. I mean, the, well, the first game he looked decent. Last game he did not look so good. Um, Chase kind of got built out by that touchdown. He had like, or he had two receptions for like 50 yards and a touchdown. Um, Joe Mixon, I mean, 60 yards on the ground. I think he had like one catch for like 10 yards or something. So, I mean, I think it was just kind of a bad matchup for them. I think they, they just didn't play very well as a team. Yeah, it's going to happen a lot this year. The Bengals are sure, so very young team, yeah. you know. It's going to happen. It's all going to be matchup based on them or just how good Joe Burrow plays. Yeah, I mean, at weekly, I think you start Joe Mixon. Um, I like T. Higgins a little bit more than Chase still. I think he's going to be more consistent. Um, is there any shot this team makes the playoffs? No. No shot? I don't think so, no. Okay. All right. Um, let's move on to the final um, division we're going to do. We're going to do AFC. I don't know if I said it before the pod. We're going to do AFC today, and then sometime later this week we are going to do NFC as well as um, three matchups we like going into week three um, in terms of fantasy. So for Houston Texans, I mean, not a lot to say. Um, Tyrod went down. Therefore, I'm not playing anyone Thursday night. Carolina's defense has looked phenomenal. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just not pl- I'm not playing anyone. Yeah, which really sucks that he got hurt because Brandon Cooks was doing very good too. Very good. That's what I was gonna say is if Tyrod was playing, I'd play Brandon Cooks. Oh, 100 percent. Because Cooks made some like great catches, you know. Yeah. And side note, um, off topic, but for that Thursday night game, we should have said this. Um, even two weeks ago, for that Thursday night game, obviously people are going to play Andy Robin or Andy Robinson, uh, Anderson, as well as uh, C Mac and whatnot. Make sure they're plugged in as your main position, as your main uh, position, rather than the flex. You don't want to play Anderson in your flex. You don't want to play more in your flex because then, if it comes down to it, something happens to another receiver or whatnot. It just gets a lot harder plugging the lineup. Make sure to play them at the position and then have that flex open just in case for the weekend. So, anyways, yeah, Houston, I'm not playing anyone. I think that Carolina easily wins this game. Um, So, I mean, anything else to say about it? No, I think it basically summed it up. Not a lot to talk about. If you have to play anyone, play Cooks. But, I mean, I'm, I'm not, so... Yeah, I, th- I think the Panthers' defense is just too good for... I mean, Ingram could have... I mean, Ingram's getting decent touches and volume, but it's not like he's converting off a lot of besides week one. But I think the Panthers' defense is too good. If they can shut down Alvin Kamara completely, I don't think they'll have any problem shutting down Mark Ingram or Philip Lindsay or David Johnson in a wheelchair. <laughs> All right, um, moving on to the Titans. Um, big week for, obviously, Derrick Henry this week. He went off. Um, I think the biggest thing to take a note, despite how much work he had on the ground, six receptions or something like that. I mean, that's that's pretty insane. If he continues to do that, um, my take on him is going to be completely wrong. Um, obviously, he's going to have his monster games. That's how he is. Um, and obviously you're going to play him if you have him on a week-to-week basis. So this is a great matchup for him, great matchup for Julio. 
Um, Tannehill didn't throw a touchdown. That's very concerning. Um, Especially how many yards he had, too. Exactly. Is- so let me reword that. I'm not super concerned, but it is something to monitor. Um, I w- when I first saw his number um, in fantasy for how many points he got, I was worried, but then I looked at how many yards, like you said, he threw, and obviously it didn't go his way. Um, he's going to bounce back. He also had that Julio call that was called back as well. Yeah, um, he's going to bounce back. He's a great quarterback. Um, I would definitely pick up another quarterback if you have just him, just in case this is a falling off. I don't think it is. I think it's way too early to tell. But just monitor it. The one player that I would say also to monitor is A.J. Brown. Um, back-to-back games where he hasn't looked great. I think he's in for a big week this week, though. Um, I think he could easily get two touchdowns this week or something crazy because he looks frustrated. He had a lot of drops. Um, and it is time for him to kind of bounce back. So anything else for this team? Uh, no, bas- that's basically in my opinion. Uh, Julio Jones has looked a lot better than I thought he would, come, especially coming off last year in a new system and stuff. But the touchdowns have to be will come sometime for AJ Brown and Tannehill. Yep, it just depends when. Yeah, it, Julio's finally just made that adjustment and looked goes completely night and day, and that's what I expect to see him from. In most weeks, his performances like this, he'll be back to his normal self, grabbing a hundred yards like every week. I think feel like or every other week or whatever. Yeah, I'm still I'm still not there with him. Well, I mean. I mean, every other. I mean, I think he's gonna get like twelve, thirteen hundred yards this year. But I think he'll be more boomer bust. But he's gonna have a lot of good weeks like he did. But it wasn't really like a boom week by any means, just because he didn't get that touchdown grab. But the yardage and uh, receptions were there. And Brown, I think Brown's gonna be just fine. He's gonna get a ton of touchdowns this year. So he's it'll all work its what work itself out. I mean, you can't really predict Henry to get three rushing touchdowns especially in the second half, too. So, Okay. Let's go to the Jags. Um, Lawrence, in my opinion, looked better. Um, he looked more Th- – this team is bad. Like, they're not going to win very many games, but I feel like he looked a little bit more uh, controlled back there, and I feel like uh, him, and, uh, him and the receiving core are starting to click a little bit more. Obviously, this is a game for Marvin Jones. He had a very, very good game. Um, Chenault went down with an injury, I believe. I um, think he's going to be back and fine. Chark didn't have a very good game. Um, I think this is what we're going to expect with this receiving core. I think Chark and uh, Jones could go back and forth, but they're going to have the higher upside for the big games, and I think Chenault could have probably the more steady game, depending on if he's healthy or not. But, I mean... I think they're all three great options, especially if you just plug them out the flex. Um, the one player I will say I'm worried about is James Robinson. He has not looked very good. Um, and then Carlos Hyde has got a lot of snaps. Not exactly a lot of the volume on the ground, especially last week, but he is getting a lot of snaps, and Robinson has not looked particularly good. So anything to say about him? I mean, I'm, it kind of really surprises me, but... Their offense is just so horrific, so it's hard to do really anything. I mean, at least at times their offense could move the ball last year, but it's just a complete mess there, so I don't know. I I don't think Lawrence is a bust or anything. Like I think he's like fine. He's shown flashes of why he's such a highly touted player, 
coming out of college, but he's just got to be more consistent. Same with Wilson. I think they both kind of got dealt a bad hand to start, especially, and I don't think we should have really expected anything different, I guess, or like had to set the bar too high for them because, I mean, they're just on two of the worst franchises in the league. So, And they just don't have a lot of help around them. So I think those two – will be fine and this team is honestly a lot worse offensively than I thought and Chenault's kind of been disappointing but I don't really think it's necessarily his fault and but Jones is doing what I thought he would all right Trey why don't you uh, break down the final team the Colts uh the Colts this week will Carson Wentz sprain both of his ankles which yeah. is unhurt for actually question did he come on that same play with Aaron Donald or separate plays well, I I thought his I thought his ankle was broke when I first saw it. I thought he was out for the year, but that whole team the only I want to stay away from that team right now with Eason. Yeah, it's, for sure. Especially with the receipt receiving core. I thought Pittman was going to be big pickup this week. Pittman had a really really good week, but then but, if oh, Eason's so. starting, you can't start him. And Jonathan Taylor hasn't looked hasn't been looking very good either. I'm not I'm not worried though. Um, he's getting all the goal line work and. But if there's no wins, they're, they're not going to be a lot of goal line work to Well, they're going to have to lean on him, though. They're going to have to pound the rock, um, give him a lot of touches out of the gate, because if they don't, they could get down big. Um, I think Hines is going to be going to have a big, a lot of big weeks ahead of Carson Wentz is out as I think well. I think both running backs you can lean on, but the rest of the pass game, I'm not, I'm not uh, playing anybody, yeah. especially while Wentz is out. Wentz has looked good, by the way. In yeah. my opinion, Wentz has not looked bad. He's just had a few bad moments, but yeah, I mean, he's like, but that shuffle pass was just terrible. It was kind of cool. I mean, if he would have hit, if he would have, I don't know. Yeah, I've just never seen that before. Where he's looked good, but both sprained ankles. Who knows how long he's gonna be out for? Right. Wait, was was the shuffle pass the one that was almost caught where he was like by the that they almost like scored a touchdown on? He got intercepted. Oh, now I'm thinking there was there was another thr- little throw he made that like blew me away. I, I think Winston looked fine, like Gavin said. His numbers aren't really blowing you out the water just because they haven't been able to convert in the red zone really. Pascal's actually been a quiet surprise. Doyle hasn't looked too bad. Pittman broke out, but it's I don't think it's gonna look as good with Eason. So Eason's ass, like. He's not good. Well, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to go in there when you're down three, and and then like cause that's when your first opportunity. He looked bad in preseason too, facing uh, defense with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. But we'll see what happens. Hopefully, I, he's good. I mean, I I like uh, Taylor though, and like you said, they're gonna pound the rock. His volume is gonna go way up. And he's been getting a ton of goal. He's gotten a ton of goal line touches. He just, for some reason, hasn't fallen in yet, which is very odd. But those touchdowns are going to go up. I mean, he's getting decent points right now. If you got, if you like, if you got, if you see running backs that are scoring ten plus right now, and they haven't found the end zone yet, don't worry about them. They're going to find the end zone, and they're going to do a lot better. I'd rather have that than guys that are hit or miss right now, and super touchdown dependent. So, yeah. all right, that. Basically sums it up for the AFC breakdown. Um, obviously, we just kind of broke down what we've seen the past two weeks, um, who to be worried about, who not to be. 
Um, and then later this week, we will drop an episode for the, the NFC breakdown as well as three players we each love going into the weekend based off their matchups. So thank you so much for what, tuning one in. One quick thing. Uh, what's the Who's looked the best in the AFC so far? If you had to like say which team would you say has looked the best? Denver. Really? Yeah, are we going over the Raiders? Yeah. I, I'd say the Raiders or Chiefs, but... I'd say, oh, I mean, I'm not saying they look like... De- Denver Denver does look like really good, though. Playoffs, I, I, they look like they could be a playoff team, if they, I'm if, saying especially in, if Teddy in, keeps in it In terms up. of what we've predicted for each team, I think the Denver has looked better than... Uh, definitely uh, the Raiders are up there, too. But, I mean, Denver's 2-0. and They're going to be 3-0 after this week. Um yeah, I mean it's. I mean, we. I mean, we said it. I mean, I said it right off the bat. Grab Denver's defense. I mean, they're gonna. They have super easy matchups, and they're gonna keep doing well against them. So. All right. Well, follow us at First Class FP on Insta, and we will see you guys later. Go, Pat. Go. Love you guys.